0: Welcome to the Remind You Podcast, where together we keep mental health in our discussion. I am your host, Dr. Christie, a licensed clinical psychologist who guides the dialogue about how our everyday experiences impact our emotional well-being. As we unpack issues that are typically swept under the rug... Each weekly session will offer us an opportunity to make meaning of our everyday life experiences. And while you may gain insight, and hopefully greater clarity, this podcast is not a replacement for a confidential relationship with a mental health provider. So, as we prepare for today's session, I invite you to take a moment, settle your body, center your mind, and open your heart as we join together for another opportunity to keep mental health in the discussion. Hey, everyone. It's so good to connect with you all. It's Dr. Christy, and I first just want to start by saying thank you all. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for hanging with me for 10 episodes. I can't even believe that I have been hosting a podcast for 10 episodes and more so than that, I just can't believe that you all have just continued to listen and support and reach out like that has been so wonderful. And all of the amazing guests that have been part of this podcast um, from episode one up until now, I can't thank you all enough uh, for just taking this journey with me as well. So, you know, today it's just going to be me. And I just wanted to take a pause on this episode and just sort of share this space. You know, there's so much that's going on right now. It's like recently, obviously, we lost an amazing icon to this world, um, to the Black community, Chadwick Bozeman. And, you know, this year, I think, as I like sit and get in touch with you know, my friends and my family and, you know, the different guests that I've had, the common theme is just like feeling this sense of not knowing what's happening, feeling this sense of like all of these strong emotions from anxiety to sadness, to nervousness, to Uncertainty and trying to figure out, like, what do I do with all this? Right. And as you heard from some of the other guests, you know, their journey, especially during the Courage to Heal series, it was like such a process and such a journey to figure out, do I need help? How do I reach out to other people? What do I do with these emotions? And so I thought that since we are all in this together, that what we could do today is just share this space and talk about like what that process can look like when we are uncertain when we are dealing with COVID-19 and we're dealing with you know social unrest and we're dealing with you know this being an election season and we're dealing with you know, children who are not returning to school in the traditional sense, and we are dealing with teleworking and we're dealing with wearing masks and just everything that is upon us right now. And I don't want to sort of paint this picture as though everything is kind of morbid because there are also some really great things that are happening for a lot of people. Um, But, you know, today I want to honor those days and those people who sometimes don't feel uh, comfortable, sometimes who feel like they need to just sort of, um, kind of go back in their cocoon and kind of suffer in silence. You know, one of the things that we've seen recently, um, is just a myriad of celebrities who have talked about their struggles, who have talked about their mental health conditions and diagnoses you know, including Tamar Braxton, including Kanye West and uh, Nick Cannon. And so as we kind of sort of even hear their journeys, you know, the common thread is, you know, maybe I reached out for help or maybe I um, shared some of my challenges and my struggles with people, but it just became too much. And so if anyone is out there listening to this and feels like, you know, things are just too much. I wanted to create this space to help us understand what that process can look like, but then also to create space where you can be encouraged and also validated in this journey. And so, you know, the first thing I want to talk about is like just the process that we can go through when, you know, we're feeling emotions or when we are just dealing with a lot, um, that which is expected and that which may be unexpected. And so with that process, like the first piece that a lot of us go through is kind of like, you know what, I'm good. Like, I'm fine. I don't need help. I don't need you. Like, I'm good. I can handle this. No, I'm not feeling anxious. You know what? COVID is fine. COVID's not negatively affecting me. Yes, my children are being homeschooled, but I'm okay, right? This is kind of when you're in the space of denial, right? It's kind of like, well, these things are affecting me, but I don't want the world to know. So my automatic response is, I'm good. I'm okay. I don't need help. I can handle it. So some of you might kind of be like, yeah, that was me. And so... That's kind of step one of the process when we're dealing with a lot of things um, or feeling overwhelmed or kind of emotionally laden. And then the second part of the process is sort of like, well, wait a minute, like maybe I don't kind of feel 100 percent. But then you kind of start rationalizing in your mind. You're like, "Well, I'm not as bad as that person," or "I don't have this condition," or or, you know, I should be grateful because I have children or I have a relationship or I have a job. And so then we start saying like, "You know what? I'm not that bad off. It's fine." I can just continue to manage it, right? So this, again, is that process of continuing to suffer in silence. So we hold in our emotions, we hold in our thoughts. You know, when people ask us how we're doing, we kind of just indicate, you know what, I'm okay, I'm fine. But in this sort of step of the process, we recognize that like, hey, something's not, like something's not 100%, but I don't feel like I am worthy enough of asking for help. So then we continue on the journey. We continue to try to deal with all that life is sort of handing us. And then we kind of say, like, eventually, wait a minute, like, this isn't working. You know, I'm trying to just continue on with life. And I'm still stressed. I'm still overwhelmed. I can't sleep at night. Um, You know, cutting people off on the highway. I'm feeling really irritable. I don't want to talk to anyone. And we're like, this just isn't working, right? And so then we start to say, okay, well, I'm going to I'm going to tell people just kind of a little bit. I don't want to let them know fully that I'm not good, but I want them to kind of like maybe text me a little bit more or I want them to kind of check on me and know something's wrong. But I don't want to tell them all the way. Right. So, you know, it's kind of like then we're leaving like these little breadcrumbs for people to know that hey, I, I, I need some help, I need some assistance, but we don't open the door fully. So we may um, shift our posts on Instagram or Facebook. Maybe they're not as jovial as they usually are. Or we may not respond to a person's message in a timely manner if we are used to being um, a texter who texts people back immediately. Um, Or we may show up, you know, at a small, intimate gathering in the midst of COVID and we may not be as talkative. So we're like trying to give people these signs that we're not okay, but we don't feel comfortable enough or safe enough to be vulnerable enough to share with people that, hey, like I'm not doing 100 percent and I need support. So hopefully you all are kind of following this process. And so the next kind of piece after we're leaving those breadcrumbs is we say to ourselves, you know what? People didn't take the bait. So I'm just going to go back to shouldering the burden. Like it's not working. People just see me as strong. People just see me as okay. So it's fine. I'll shoulder the burden. It'll be okay. I'm going to keep moving on and moving forward. And kind of, we go back to that space of I'm okay. I'm good. Nothing's bothering me. When inside it's usually like internal chaos. It's like, A washing machine that's like overflowing with clothes and is like, hey, I'm kind of shaking because you put way too much stuff inside of me. That's kind of like what people feel at this point in time. And so eventually, you know, after doing that for days and weeks and months at a time, eventually it gets to be too much. And so that is when typically we see like crises happening or, you know, like, mental health conditions sort of start to arise or like just like a deterioration in who you are and like how you're functioning. You may not be sleeping as well or you may not be eating in the same vein. You may completely disconnect from the world in terms of like your communication. You may isolate yourself. And so that is the crux of when people sort of reach out for help. But what we want to kind of do is sort of move to a space where it doesn't have to sort of wait to that point in the process that earlier when initially we recognize that we're not a hundred percent, that we can say, Hey, I need to get some support. Like I need to discuss my mental health. I need to get back to implementing some of these wellness strategies, or I just need to like talk through this with someone who will share a space with me around this because, you know, again, like we're all in this process of COVID-19 right now, which is Uh, It's really nice, you know, like you know that the person next to you, um, the person in your family, the person who's across from you virtually, you know that they're dealing with a similar experience as you. And I, I think it's very rare in this country that that happens. And so, you know, what the field of mental health tells us is that. We are born to be connected to other people. That's why therapy is so powerful. That's why relationships, when they're healthy, can be so powerful because that connection of knowing that someone cares, that connection of being able to release your thoughts and emotions in a healthy way sends a signal to our brain that we're loved, that we're cared about, that we can handle situations even when they're overwhelming or even when we feel so bogged down with them. And so, you know, it's important also to remember, like, not just yourself in this process, but also to kind of look for this process in other people, because we are our brother and our sister's keeper. And it really does take a village to, you know, keep everyone mentally well. And so as we are kind of annotating this process for ourselves, we also have to recognize, like, Well, what's happening with my coworker or what's happening with my neighbor or what's happening with my best friend? Sometimes you don't even have to go like very far. You can really look, you know, in your same household and you might find that someone is going through this process of suffering in silence and they may be in the breadcrumb stage and you might be missing it. And so it's important for all of us to just sort of be looking for these signs within ourselves and with the people that we care about and that we love. And, you know, some things that we can do that are just like tangible things that we can do on an everyday basis, you know, you can comment if you notice that something's a little bit off, you can say like, hey, you know, you seem just a little bit different today. I'm noticing that, you know, you're not as talkative in the meetings today as you usually are. I just want to check in to see is anything, you know, going on with you that's different? Am I picking up on something that's not really there? But you can comment on the behavior changes that you're seeing. The other thing you can also do is you can ask them, like, is there a way that I can support you better? You know, I know this is a tough time for you. I know that, um, the loss of so many family members or celebrities um, is really impacting you. Is there any way that I can support you in the days or the weeks or the months ahead? The other thing that I would say is not to accept okay as a response. When you ask someone like how you're doing, you know, people are kind of more apt to be like, I'm okay, how are you? Right? That's kind of our automatic response. But you want to first like listen to what they're saying. And then the second piece is, so if someone says I'm okay, then that likely means there's something that's positive that's happening. And there's some things that are not so great. So you may want to follow up and say, so what's going really well for you today? Or what's not been going so great lately? And then I always encourage people, like, if you get that kind of gut check, I'm kind of a gut check kind of gal, if you get that gut check that, you know, I still feel like, you know, they're not telling me something or I still feel like, you know, something is just not 100%, ask them if they mind you checking in with them the next day or in a couple days. You know, you don't want to be intrusive, but you also want to. Go the extra mile if you are getting indicators that they may not be the best version of themselves at this point in time. And this is what it's all about. Like, this is why I started this podcast so that we could create a community, so that we can connect, so that we can, in our own respective communities as well, just continue to foster an environment of mental wellness, of connection, of having these conversations and encouraging people to be vulnerable, so that we can all, you know, again, come out of COVID 19 as the best versions of ourselves. But, um, you know, just continue to eradicate this stigma of mental health that continues to exist. And, you know, as I was kind of sitting with just everything that has gone on lately, I I was reflecting back because I'm really missing traveling these days. I have um, chosen not to travel in terms of flying at this point. And my family and I often travel to St. Thomas. I have family that is over there. And so we traveled there to visit them and, and for vacation. And I was reminded of my aunt who um passed away actually September will be a year. And um one of my favorite, favorite family members. And um in reflecting on her, I was reminded of just her spunky spirit whenever we would go to St. Thomas. And if you've ever been to a lot of Caribbean islands, they have very small, narrow roads. And in St. Thomas in particular, as you're going up the road, you honk because you can't see necessarily who's coming around the curb. But it's not like they're going up the curb slowly. I mean, yeah, they're not going up the curb slowly. They're going extremely fast, right? And on the other side is just, you know, water, a cliff, something that could cause harm if you... Um, you know, your car didn't make it. So my aunt, she would just and she would just rev that engine up the hill. And I just, my angst would just skyrocket. I would get anxiety. I'd feel nervous. I would hold on. I would say prayers, just all kinds of stuff. Because I was just like, I'm not in control. I feel uncomfortable. I can't see what's around the corner. I have to trust that she is going to make sure that we make it to her home safely. There were just so many things going on. And in those moments, there was nothing I could do but accept what was happening in those moments. Of course, say a whole prayer (laughs) and um, tolerate the anxiety. And so as I reflect on her life and everything it represented, I am brought back to that experience or those experiences when we would visit her and just how every time I would just have to tolerate what it was. And the the thing that I think resonated most was that. Even in the midst of the anxiety, when we got to her home, I always felt a sense of peace. I always felt a sense of happiness. And so I focused on moving forward, right? Like I have to tolerate this uncomfortable situation, but I'm tolerating it and I'm being vulnerable. I'm letting people know I'm scared and uncomfortable. And as I'm tolerating it, I know that the reason I'm tolerating it is because I'm going to be better for it. And so that's kind of what You know, this process, I think, for a lot of us is teaching us this process of COVID and um, losses of celebrities and, um, you know, the political, the social unrest. I think it's teaching us that somehow we have to be vulnerable and that we have to remain in connection with other people. And that if we allow this process and allow ourselves to become malleable in this process that there will still be beauty at the end of it, even if we can't see it, or even if we don't feel it in the moment, that somehow there has to be something beautiful that comes from this. And, you know, as I sit with patients and I sit with my own um, journey these days and the, the challenges that I'm even faced with as well, you know, somehow I have to sit in the fact that I am going to make it through this experience and that even in the discomfort, there's also, you know, pleasant experiences. There's times when I get to spend quality time with family. There's times when I get to enjoy a laugh with coworkers. There's times when, you know, I get to be on a virtual meeting and and really enjoy that experience. Um, and there's times when I get to connect with people, whether it's family or people on social media, and that brings me joy. And so, You know, I just want to kind of share that piece because I think all of us feel like we're on this like windy road right now and we don't necessarily know where the road is heading. But I think as we continue to focus on what direction we want life to go in, then along the way we move towards those things that we value. And as the bumps and the curves and the uncertainty come our way, that's when We have to allow ourselves to be transparent about our emotions and our thoughts. That's when we have to allow ourselves to utilize and implement our mental wellness skills. That's when we have to allow ourselves not to shut off from other people, but to remain more connected to other people so that we can go through the process in a healthy way. So I just want to empower all of you just to continue to show up. And whatever showing up means for you on a daily basis, allow it to be what it is, right? Showing up some days might mean just taking a shower. Showing up some days might mean, you know, just getting something to eat. Showing up some days may mean going to work and and being a productive employee or employer. Um, Showing up might mean... You know, getting connected on Instagram to someone you care about or listening to the Remind You podcast. Um, showing up can mean different things for different people, but I want to release you from any pressure to overexert yourself during this time. I want to share with you that it is so important in this process just to show compassion to yourself and just to show grace. You know, when we did the Courage to Heal series, I think a lot of the guests talked about the importance of being kind to yourself and showing compassion and uh, rewarding yourself. And so I want to offer that to you today in the midst of all of this. We are all in this together and some days are better than others, but we're still here and we're still trying to be the best versions of ourselves. And for that, we should be celebrated I thank you all so much just for continuing to be part of this community. I thank you for, in the midst of a pandemic, sharing this space with me. I thank you for caring about mental health and for using the conversations and using the information that you gain from the Remind You podcast to take into your respective communities. You are part of Healing. You are part of mental wellness, and I can only hope that the time and energy that you've invested into listening to this podcast comes back to you a hundredfold and that it continues to just uh, emanate light to everyone that you come in contact with. So thank you all. I hope that I have encouraged you. I hope that I have helped you understand just the process that we go through when we are dealing with lots of stress and dealing with unexpected circumstances. I hope that I've given you some tools and some questions that you can use for those who you are connected to. And finally, my ultimate hope was just to give you some love, some courage, some empowerment, some compassion some light, and some love. Continue to keep mental health in your discussions. I cannot wait. We have some amazing guests lined up for this month. And um, even I'm working on October as well. So please be sure to subscribe to the Remind You podcast so you can be automatically alerted. You don't want to miss what's in store. Thank you all again for all that you do, that which is seen and that which is unseen. Continue to show up every single day and continue to keep mental health in your discussions until we meet again take care bye-bye thank you for tuning in to today's session of the remind you podcast we really got some great information that i think we can apply during the upcoming week for more information about general mental wellness or to learn about some additional resources, please visit me at wwwremind ucom or of course you can follow me on Instagram at Dr. Christy Norwood on Instagram. Thank you all so much and be sure that you are keeping mental health in your discussions. I'll see you next week for our newest episode.